God has great calling upon you to do, to do your ministry. God is so good. I just thank the Lord. But we're at Luke number 5, verses 1 to 11. And Lord, I thank you for the word today, God. Lord, let there be revelation knowledge today through this word for us, God. Lord, teach me how to serve you in spirit and in truth, God. Teach me how to teach your people, God. Lord, if you don't do it, it won't get done, Lord. Because you are my refuge and my strength, God, my fortress, my high tower. You are my everything, Lord. And I kiss your feet and I bless your holy name. For there is no one, no one like you, Lord. No one, no one like you. And I bless your name today. Amen. 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 Prophet, would you read? So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simeon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simeon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simeon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James, John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simeon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. Amen. 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 God is so good. And we see they forsook their nets and everything they were doing and followed Jesus. Just by him asking them and telling them, follow me. They believed in him and they followed him. How many of us would do such a thing, just jump up and leave, you know, to follow Christ? And that's what he wants us to do, to follow him, to follow him. Uh, this, this verses that we see here, it's a good example of Peter. And it's a good example of a changed life. You know, God changes us day by day. We are nothing but flesh, and we have problems, like we always say, we have problems, we have issues, and yes, we are sinners. But we don't let the sin stop us from, from going on and from following Christ. Because Christ gives us salvation. He gives us forgiveness of our sins. Peter is just a good example of how God can change our life, and he can make us into a new creation. Jesus loved Peter. 
And he was one of the trusted disciples that he had by his side. By his side. And Peter had uh, witnessed all of Jesus' miracles and his healings. He had also followed John the Baptist, Jesus' cousin. Jesus uh, 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 was baptized by uh, John the Baptist also. And as John preached, he would tell people that, you know, the Messiah is coming. He told them to repent because there is one coming better than me. You know, don't put all your hope in me, but Jesus is coming. And these men, John and James and uh, Peter, Andrew, they knew John the Baptist and they had followed him. And all the people from city to city, they had been hearing the word. They had been hearing about Jesus Christ and his teaching. And as Jesus, as we see here, Jesus tells Peter to go and cast his net. Now, when he walks up to them, he, he gets into the boat and he, the boat is pulled out from the shore and he begins to preach in the boat. I'm sure when he was out there preaching in the boat and the people were on the, the sides of the bank listening to him preach, it must have been like an echo across the water. And he was preaching the word to them and talking about God and the kingdom of God and giving them the true word. And as Peter and the rest of the group, now Peter um, had this, I guess you say a boat company, it would be called, you know, in those days, him and his brother Andrew, and they had partners that were John and James, and they were fishermen, and they fished in the waters along the shores. And as we see, the scripture tells us that they had fished all day, but they hadn't caught anything. But Jesus, after he had preached to this crowd, he told them to go out and cast their nets. And Peter tells him, there is no more fish. We've been fishing, but if you say so, we'll go on and fish. So he went out and cast his net. And when you obey what the Lord tells you to do, even though you, you may not think it's going to work, because you think you know something, but you really don't know anything. That's why we believe the word of God and we trust the word of God. When he tells us to do something, do it. So he goes out and he casts his net and he gets so much fish that it causes his net to almost break. So the other two on the shore, James and John, they go... trust him when we obey him he gives us an overflow an overflow of blessing just by us our obedience to him listening to his word moving on the word that he tells us to do there's a great blessing to move on what God is telling you to do in your life and obeying his word there's a great blessing for you but as this, these men catch all of these fish and they, they bring it ashore and they were just amazed at, at what the master had told them to do and they were just overwhelmed with so much fish that they had caught. It was wholly unbelievable to them. And as the fish is pulled in, 
Peter says, bow, Peter bows on his knees and says, Lord, go away from me. I'm a sinful man. I don't deserve this. You know, sometimes you, 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 God is so good to you and you don't feel you deserve the goodness that he gives you. Because you know your flesh and you know you've done wrong. But that's the goodness of God. He loves us beyond the flesh and beyond our issues and our problems and our sinfulness. He loves us beyond that because he can see our hearts. He can see our potential. He can see what we could be when we trust him and obey him. So we see here that Peter falls on his knees and, and he asks him to forgive give him. Peter was, the Bible describes Peter as a rough man. He's a sailor. We hear, we hear the saying, uh, a sailor mouth, or you know how sailors are, they'll get the reputation of cursing and, you know, bad mouth, you know, cussing. And he was a rough, tough character. He was not a very pleasant fellow, you know. And he cursed and he, he, was, he was a man's man. He would fight. Probably at the minute. Somebody just said you probably punch him in their mouth and stuff. <laughs> he was rough and tough. And then he probably didn't smell good either. You know, they didn't care about those kind of things. He was a man. And, and the rest of all of them was too. And that's what the, the Bible talks about them. And to look at Peter and his lifestyle and the things that he did. His swearing, his cussing, his loudness. Some people would have said, why would you want to have somebody like this by you? And Peter became Jesus' front-hand man. He was right man-man, right there with Jesus, right there with him. Some people said, why you would have him with you? You're the Messiah. You know why? But Jesus saw beyond him. John's, Jesus saw the faithfulness of, of Peter. Jesus saw a heart that was willing to do anything for him. A heart and the potential of Peter. And that's how Jesus does us. When we come to him with all our issues and our personalities and our uh, whatever we have with us. All of this stuff we bring to him. Our little attitudes. He looks beyond that. And he sees our potential and who we could be when we trust him and obey his word. And that's how Peter was. Jesus saw beyond him. And God took him. He molded him. He taught him. And Peter became a different creature. A different creation. And that's how we become. We become brand new people. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Jesus washes away all the sin and all the stains of sin. And he forgives us. And he gives us eternal life and salvation. And he makes us brand new. Brand new. And we can just forget about the, the sin and the things that we used to do. And move on to a better life in him. And we don't ever have to look back and remember what we did and what we used to be. We can look ahead to see Jesus. When he died on the cross for every sin and every stain of sin and everything that we needed healing in our life, Jesus did it for us on the cross. He did, did it for us. A good God we serve. And that's what he did with Peter. 
he brought Peter in and he taught him. And Peter, Peter followed him. He followed him with an urgency. And he followed him and he taught and he, he, he went with Jesus as he, he went to the, the services, as he established the churches, as he healed the sick, raised the dead. He was with Jesus through all of these things. He was one of the first disciples. And he was one of the first ordained ministers of Jesus, the Bible tells us, as, as I was reading through uh, and studying the history of Peter. He was one of the first disciples that Jesus ordained. And Peter also, like Paul, started churches. And he also preached the gospel like Paul. And he also did many great works in the earth following Jesus. Jesus was his Lord and his Savior. And Peter immediately recognized who Jesus was. He recognized him as the Savior, as the true and living Savior, the Messiah. He recognized him, and he was the first to, to, to speak that out. You are the Son of the living God. Peter said that to him. But Jesus continued to mold Peter to who he intended Peter to be. If you follow Jesus, if you follow him as did Peter, and don't give up on yourself, forgive yourself of the things that you do. A lot of times we hold on to our sin. Forgive yourself. Jesus has when we go to him. And we see that Peter, even though he, he, he followed Jesus and he did mighty works with Jesus and saw him heal those people. Give the, 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 the fish multiplying the fish and the loaves and, and turning wine, water to wine and all the things that Jesus did. You know, some things he would not accept. He, wouldn't, he didn't want to accept the fact that Jesus was going to die. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus constantly schooled the disciples as he taught his word. And he was telling them there's going to come a day when he had to go back to the Father, when he would be crucified. They knew that Jesus was 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 being watched by the by the centurions and stuff. They were constantly watching him. And they they had a, a, a fix on him because they wanted to crucify him. They wanted to get rid of him. Even in the midst of our friends and the people we have around us, the people that we think love us, sometimes there's someone in that group that don't really love you. So that's why our lives should be geared around Jesus Christ. He's the one that we trust and put all our strength in, our trust in, our confidence in. You can't have your confidence in man because man will fail you every time. We are only flesh. I do my best, but I might fail you. I might not get it right the way you want me to get it, but Jesus can. And that's who our trust and our hope is in Jesus. But in the crowd of disciples, we, have, we had Judas that betrayed him. And even Jesus told Peter that he would betray him. But Peter said, no, I would never do that. I would never, never do that. You never know what you might do. So you can never say never. The fear was so great in him that he didn't want to he didn't want to face the same situation that Jesus 
faced when they came to arrest him. So he denied the fact that he even knew Jesus. Even though he had said, I would never do it. He was not strong enough. You know, he was afraid. And he denied Jesus. And it, and it hurt him to do this really inside. Because he was hurting from denying Christ. The, the, the Savior, the Messiah that he loved and loved him. He denied him. And he almost could not live with himself after he had did that for many years. Even after Christ was, was put on the cross and died, resurrected and came back. When Jesus came back, he told them to go call my disciples and Peter. Jesus had already forgiven Peter because he loved Peter. Peter had to forgive himself for the things that he did. Peter was a very strong man. His personality was strong. And sometimes we have, have qualities in us. We have strong personalities. And when we come to Christ, a lot of our personalities are still there. You know, we are changed and we become followers of Christ and we become new creatures. But basically, we are still the same person. You know, you, you, you uh, do things a certain way, you know. Or are you act a certain way? You're a very strong person. That strongness is going to still be there, but it's going to be used for the glory of God now. You don't lose who you are, but you are changed. Your spirit is changed. You don't want to do the same sinful things that you used to do. We all have personalities. We all have, have, have a uniqueness about ourselves. And we bring that uniqueness into our ministry, into the gospel. We are all different, and we have a uniqueness about us. Pastor Lou is unique in his own way. His gospel, his, his, not his gospel, but his ministry to reach others, people that will, will follow him because of the personality that he has, because of, of the way he talks and acts. He's going to reach a different crowd of people. And that's how God created us all uniquely different. And God will use each and every one of us for his glory and honor in the kingdom of God. That's when you let him use you, when you accept him as your Lord and Savior and follow him, he'll change you. But you'll still keep your uniqueness. God is a good God. And he loves us with our unique qualities and, and all the things about us. God loves us. That's why you don't hate yourself or you don't try to be somebody else. You be you. You be who you are. Don't try to copy someone else's way or to be like somebody else that you're, you're, you're looking at that you think has it going on. You be you and let God build you up and mold you into what he wants you to be. And he's going to do that. And that's what he did with Peter. Peter didn't lose that, that, that loudness even though he was changed. Even though God molded him, he didn't lose that loudness or that boldness, but he was changed inside. His spirit was changed. His spirit was changed to the living spirit of Jesus Christ, the true spirit. And Jesus did not give up on Peter, even though the world may have given up on him because of his vulgarness, because of his, his harshness and ready to fight with people and 
cutting people's ear off. Other people wouldn't have put up with that. <laughs> they wouldn't have put up with that. They would have said, get him out of here. You know, he's cutting off somebody's ear. And he's supposed to be with the Messiah. But he's cutting off people's ear. Do you hear me? Running up to people and cutting their, slicing them. And he's with the Messiah. He wasn't playing, right? But Jesus loved him. Jesus loved him. Many times Jesus had to rebuke him and put him in the right place. Yeah, he told him, you know, it was wrong. And he rebuked him. But he still loved him. But that was his personality. And it didn't stop Jesus from, from, from using his life for his glory and his honor. He used Peter's life. And Peter started um, many churches. He taught the gospel just as Jesus. He picked himself up when Jesus was resurrected and, and Jesus sent for him. He picked himself up and he, 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 he was just determined with that gospel. Just as Paul was determined with the gospel to teach and to preach the gospel. Even though there was persecution for them and they know that there, there was death involved in that word and, and, and spreading that gospel, it didn't matter to them. It didn't matter. They knew that there was a better place for them. Even though they leave this life here, they believe the living word that said that if we are not here on this earthly realm, if we trust God, he would save us and give us eternal life. He believed the word that he heard. And that's how we must be. Even though we are persecuted here for the gospel and living a righteous and saved life, it doesn't matter what people say. You do what the Lord says is right. You live your life according to the ways of the Lord, a righteous and a good life in Jesus Christ. He's our Savior, not the world. We don't follow the world. We follow Jesus and his teaching and his leading. And God will bless your life. And even if you're persecuted, there is a better place for you. You will be rewarded for what you do here. And then when you, you, you there's a, 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 a eternal life after this. Many people don't know that there is eternal life for them. That they will be saved and spend eternity with Jesus Christ. But that's what, what Peter preached. And Peter preached the gospel to many. And he served God with all of his might. And Peter was the first, when, when, they, uh, when the disciples were in the upper room, Pentecost, Peter was the first after that to preach the gospel. He started preaching after that. Because the Holy Spirit came upon him at that time. And he, that's when he began to preach and teach the disciples. Peter and James and John and, and Andrew and all of those people. Read the scripture. Read chapter 5 of, of Luke and Mark. And, and, and they said that Mark was written by Peter really. Uh, they, they feel that Peter was the one that wrote Mark. That Mark... John is the one that wrote Mark. And they said that Peter was probably dictating to Mark John to write Mark. And because it all deals with the same subject, but at a, from a different point of view. Matthew, Mark, Luke. It's all at different points. You could, As you read it, you're going to see a different perspective on Jesus Christ. His teaching, the resurrection, the cross, 
All of those are pertaining to the same thing of Jesus Christ. And you see a different perspective, but they said that Peter probably was the one that wrote, really wrote Mark and dictated it to John. Dictated, dictated to Mark John. But as we see the life of Christ, we see that he is filled with the Holy Spirit. And his disciples come into that, that, that spirit of the living God also in the upper room when they begin to, to speak in tongues. And, and God had promised them that the whole, when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they would be filled with power, you know, on high. And that's what happened to Peter. Peter received the, uh, the, the Holy Spirit in his life and began to teach and to preach and to serve God and even do, do miracles himself. Just as God tells you, you will be able to do great works in the earth just by trusting God, following him, letting your life line up with his will and his way. You're going to do great works in the earth also. You have the power through the anointed word of God to do the same works that Jesus Christ did. He's put that resurrecting power within us to do his work on the earth. And you are to preach and teach the gospel also to those that are hurting, those that are lost. Talk about Jesus, what he's done for you. It's not all about this mic. Speak the word to someone's heart that's hurting, that's lonely, that needs a, a word from the Lord. There's so many people hurting today that don't know where to go or what to do. But as you speak the word and as you study the word, God is changing you all the time. And it's molding you and making you into that man that God desires you to be. You know, he's building you up in the faith. And you become more anointed, more powerful. You become matured in him as you speak that word and, and, and study the word. God is using your life too. And that's what he wants to do. Because he has abundant life for you. Abundant life. Nothing missing or nothing lacking in your life. Don't worry about the little things that we go through. That's going to pass. And you've already overcome those things that, that bother you and that you're going through. God's already worked that out. He's already done it for you. And it's, it's going to be okay. But God chose Peter. Disciple means to follow, follower of. And these men were followers of Christ, disciples. And that's how you are, followers of Jesus Christ, your disciples also. Then Peter became an apostle when he was ordained by Jesus. He became an apostle. They preached the gospel. They started churches. They, they went around doing great miracles, great works. God is so good, so good. Not many people would leave their jobs and their, their, their families.